Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos, and I'm really excited because I have an awesome boss babe that I get to chat with today. I want to introduce you all to May Karwowski. She is the founder and CEO of Obviously. The company website is obvious.ly, which is a leading global influencer marketing agency and technology platform, which she launched back in 2014. Under her leadership, Obviously has become the global standard of influencer marketing by providing the best full-service client experience, managing complexity and scale of influencer work, and using data analysis to inform all strategies. She has been a recognized expert on the influencer industry and has been quoted in, you've probably heard of these publications before, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Financial Times, NPR, CNBC, and the Washington Post. And you're probably familiar with some of her clients, Google, Amazon, Lyft, Ultra Beauty, Coca-Cola, Hasbro, and there's probably a lot more on that list. With that said, May, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Jen. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I just, I couldn't help but read your entire bio. I was like, I'm just going to read it all because it's just too good. (laughs) Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. So I know that I read sort of the uh, uh, very professional, polished bio, obviously, but let's take it down to simple terms for people that are hearing about influencer marketing for the first time. Uh, What does your company do and why influencer marketing? Yeah, great question. So what we do is we make influencer marketing really simple when it's actually pretty complex to execute when you're working with lots and lots of influencers. We found that to do influencer marketing well, you really have to work with a lot of influencers who reach different audiences to really test and learn to see which influencers and which audiences are really responding to your brand and the creative brief and you know everything about the campaign and which influencers audience really aren't as engaged. Mm. Um, so we make it really easy for, you know, for large brands to work globally with influencers and to make sure that they have a really strong relationship with the ones who are just doing awesome for them. Yeah, I think that's so awesome. I, I feel like the word influencer has been a new term in the recent years. I'm curious to know how do you, how does your company obviously um, you know pre-qualify or vet these influencers to work with? I know influ- the word influencer has just really crossed into the mainstream in a way mm-hmm. that you know, when I started the company, people would be like, "What do what do you guys do? Like, <laughs> well, what's an influencer?" And like, it's like a blogger, but on other platforms too. And they're like, "Oh, okay, I got it." <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, to you can sign up and be an influencer at obviously. Um, you just go to studio.obvious.ly and we'll we'll accept anyone who has over a thousand followers on on a platform, which I think wow. a lot of people are really surprised by. Um, but we do see a lot of we call them nano influencers or influencers mm-hmm. who have between a thousand and ten thousand followers and really finding people at that long tail. So maybe you're really into knitting and you mm-hmm. have five thousand followers who are like, I love all the dating that this woman does. Um, um, we'll, we'll work with you on, you know, potentially a knitting client or a mm-hmm. brand that wants to get in front of knitters. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, we'll work with someone who may have 250,000 followers and we'll do a really big campaign with that person. And the process of working with those two types of influencers are pretty different. But when you're a client, you just want to, you know, do the, do the right thing and do the right type of influencer marketing to hit your goals. Yeah. I, I think that's so incredible. Uh, really 
uh, providing this agency for people who uh, have at least a thousand followers. I didn't even know that. So I'm technically, I could technically be. You gotta sign up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think I might. I was like, I have the link here. I'm just going to like sign up later. Just see, see what people might like me for. I mean, Uh, you're a podcast influencer for sure. I, I am. I am. Yes, you are correct, May. I am a podcast influencer. I I think that's so awesome because I I think for people who want to get into that space, like, again, like I I really like how you shared, you don't have to have like millions of followers to be considered an influencer. You could have this, you know, tight knit community that's obsessed about one thing like knitting, for example. And you could find, I imagine that you can find sponsors um, to push through for that influencer to promote. So let's talk a little bit about what that would look like, you know, partnering influencers with companies. Yep, definitely. So it is important for me to call out that we're not representing influencers, we're really representing the brand. And so we're making sure that we're getting the right influencers, the best influencers for the brand. Um, We're not just saying, hey, here's our roster of 25 people, try to make any brand work we can to give them more work. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important um, because, you know, if you're a Sephora, if you're uh, an Amazon, you really need to do things at scale because Mm -hmm. you're so big, you need to like really be able to see and see the impact of the marketing that you're doing. And if you are leaving it to your own internal team, maybe you have one person or, or fi- even five people, but if they can actually, you know, work with a thousand influencers that you need them to work with to actually be able to show results for a company that's working at that scale, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the opportunity that's created with influencer marketing is, is somewhat diminished because you can't really hit the scale you need to get the results mm-hmm. that you want. So if, if you're a brand and you're working with us, we'll walk through, hey, what are your goals? Are you launching a new product? Do you really want to reach um, a specific targeted community that you haven't hit previously mm-hmm. or you just want to have better relationships with? Um, do you really want to drive sales of a certain product? Uh, do you just want more brand awareness with a certain segment of you know, a given audience? We mm-hmm. will then figure out those goals with them, find the right influencers who really like if they did work together would hit those goals mm-hmm. and then get those influencers in front of um, that brand. I guess the key part of, I forgot to mention was we really need to make sure the influencer actually genuinely loves the brand and is super excited right. about the partnership because one, like we've all seen terrible influencer marketing where you're like that person <laughs> has never used that product. Like, right. And, and like that just doesn't work. It doesn't perform well. And it, you know, it can really sour someone on your brand. Yeah. So really want to get the right influencers in front of the brand. Um, and then we send them the product. We talk them through the creative brief. We make sure that all the content's on point it's released into the world, their followers react to it. And then we really optimize and learn from there. So for the next campaign, we're, we're, we're taking what, what worked well and what didn't work well. And, um, and, and, you know, just doing the next campaign, doing something even bigger and better. Yeah. I love that. It's almost like this, uh, high-end, uh, dating service, you know, between companies and influencers and really like, you know, figuring out like calculating, like, if it's going to be a great match and obviously the influencer in the end, it's like, Oh, let's see if the influencer and this company that we've like meticulously chosen to be together actually like each other. <laughs> so that's what it, totally. it makes me think of. I know. And I think like so many, so many brand marketing teams will just be like, Oh, I love this one influencer. And it's like, okay, well, is it just because of their aesthetic or their story? Um, and then you might have someone on the brand marketing team who just like really likes the person. Mm-hmm. But what we do is we say, okay, let's actually analyze their audience. Like where does their audience live? What's the age breakdown? What other brands does their audience follow or interact with? Let's, let's really make sure that we're working with the right person for you. So when they do talk about your product, you're going to get maximum impact. Um, and really be able to drive sales rather than, 
oh, I just like this person. Like why? Cause I follow them on my own personally. <laughs> You're like, yeah. okay, well you might not, might not be the right target demo. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's very fascinating. So May, um, as I mentioned in your bio earlier, you started your company back in 2014. So let's sort of go back to that time and share with us, how did your company come about? Like, how did you come to this place where you're like, I'm going to start my own agency and it's going to be about influencer marketing. Yeah. I just, there's so much opportunity in the space since mm-hmm. all these platforms are just launching. Like Instagram was just launching, which is kind of crazy to think yes. about now. Yeah. That's so crazy. I feel <laughs> like it's like, been in my life forever. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's, uh, it's, it, it's wild. And so I was like, oh, these, all these normal people are just, cr- just creating these awesome communities online. Let's figure out a way to actually get brands to in front of those communities and and really give new opportunities to these creators who have just really built something out of nothing. Like that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So we really took that idea, and then as different platforms emerged and um, brands became more and more comfortable with the idea, and really started seeing like very positive results working with influencers, we just began to really scale and grow. And then we built this really great tech platform that our team works within, so mm-hmm. that we can we can work with a thousand. 10,000, 50,000 influencers at a time. Um, And our brands don't have to, you know, don't have to be answering emails at 3am with someone who needs a response right away. Um, Mm. We actually have warehouses where our, um, our brands will send us all the product so that we can send it to the influencers. So we can answer all questions rather than, Mm -hmm. you know, having a brand manager sit there like packing up (laughs) 3000 boxes, just trying to make it easier so they can really feel comfortable working at the right scale. Yeah, it sounds like you have a very robust uh, system and team behind what you do. It's more than just, you know, pairing up a company and an influencer. It's everything that happens in between that when, you know, the the influencer does receive like some leads, for example, from, you know, promoting an ad for the company or really, you know, really promoting, yeah, the other companies I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think that like that's that's so important. Um, is just being able to make sure that the process is awesome for the brand so they can really focus on the strategy and what the marketing team wants to do mm-hmm. and also making it really, really easy for the influencer so that you know they can, they're really busy. They're scheduling and creating a ton of content. They're managing their communities across many platforms. We just need to make it really easy for them to say, yeah, I'd love to work with that brand. What do I got to do? And make it like yeah. so easy for them. So we're just getting the best influencers um, to work with the right brands. Right. No, that's awesome. I'm curious to know, because obviously you have a very um, impressive resume of companies that you've worked with. How are you able to establish those types of relationships early on? Um, yeah, I think that's a that's a great question. I think it's really important to when you're starting out, especially to really, you know, tap your network. You know, mm-hmm. I was looking at any of my friends who were social media managers because I was a social media manager before I started the company. It's like, oh, hey, who's working at a really cool company right now? <laughs> and and can I just like get a coffee with them, hear what their needs are, hear what their wants are, and um, and see if, you know, there's a potential opportunity for them to test out working with us. And that goes a long way when you're when you're just getting off the ground, you know, and then and then the third company you work with you have two case studies. You have to do a good job with those two people mm. in the beginning, but then you just, you really start to get traction. Mm. Um, and we always thought it was really important that we go after really great brands right from the beginning um, who had solid marketing budgets, who knew the importance of marketing mm. and, and online marketing so that we could really um, just keep growing with them as they started to see uh, the opportunity and the results that they were getting from social media, from working with influencers so that we could just keep growing as they decided to invest more, more of their budget into the influencer space. 
Yeah. It's so essentially you focused on aiming high, you know, for the clients that you know you knew would have the budget and the understanding of online marketing, I think, to begin with. And to say, hey, instead of just doing paid ads, why don't we, you know, use these influencers or these people who've already built this community and kind of use them as an ad platform. And so yeah. just being able to paint that picture for them. I think that's so smart to like, you know, talk amongst your friends, like who else is a social media manager? Like what company are you working at? Like, I think that's so cool to, I, I think it, it maybe gives some uh, starting social media managers, like some hope to think like, Oh, like this is, this could be your way into bigger companies is the way that you did it. Like, let's just grab coffee. Let me pick your brain and, you know, see if there's any opportunities here. Totally. And I think those, that goes both ways too. If I ever have a friend who's like, Hey, can we just grab a coffee or like, you know, now over zoom, can we just have a quick catch up? I'm trying mm. to think about like, you know, what to do next in my career. Like I'm always down, you know, I like to always end every conversation with like, Hey, is there anything I can do to help you right now? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that like, that is just so appreciated by people in your network. Um, yeah. even if you're not talking to them, like, you know, you're talking to them a few times a year or you're just checking in or you're, you know, like, Hey, way to go. Awesome yeah. job with that promotion. But I think that that's, that's really important and it goes a long way. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm curious to know, um, you know, obviously 2020 uh, has been a very interesting year. And Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if your business has maybe pivoted in a way or has even your services have maybe even skyrocketed because uh, everything has gone online. So has the pandemic impacted uh, your business in a positive or negative way? Like, you know, how has it been for you? (laughs) It's been a wild ride. That's, that's definitely, (laughs) that's definitely the case. Um, I think we're seeing that like the second half of the year has been, um, has been very positive and we're, we're seeing like clients who maybe were on pause or were like, you know, just trying to figure out their own internal budgets because Mm. the pandemic has affected so many of our clients in different ways. You know, some are doing extremely well because, because people are inside and they need fitness equipment or they need, you know, meditation apps, or they need, you know, there there are a number of brands that are like crushing it because things have changed so much. And then we had a number of clients who, you know, are in the travel industry or the fashion industry. Mm. And they're like, Hey, things are super different. We kind of need to evaluate. And then we really found the second half of the year that brands were like, Hey, everybody's online. Like everyone's spending so much more time on these social channels. Right. Um, whenever we work with influencers, that's something that's really working well for us. So we've seen brands really come back bigger and stronger than ever. Yeah. Um, and, and that's been a great way to close out the year, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, been, it's been great. And then also like, they're really already said, like, hey, 2021 needs to be huge for us with influencers. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. And that's great too. Really getting those clients who are like, we want to go big. Like, yeah. how do we do this in like the most strategic right way? Yeah. No, I think that's absolutely awesome. And I'm just happy to hear that uh, things have just gotten better, (laughs) you know, with your company. And, and also I just feel, I feel happy for these other companies, these big companies like in fashion and um, yeah, in the fashion industry where, um, you know, I'm sure sales have plummeted because all we have to do is wear a top, you know, we have to just look good from here up here. And so, you know, half the industry is like, oh, great. Like, what are we? Yeah. The, anyone who's doing pants. Anyone's doing pants or like suits and, you know, business attire and stuff like that. It's just like, uh, like, what are we going to do? And it's also great to see how like gyms, for example, have pivoted in their own way and provide like online uh, courses and stuff like that. So it gives me hope uh, and also inspiration to know that uh, businesses are uh, constantly evolving and improving. And it just comes to show that I feel like the companies that have um, really evolved in this experience are in it for the right reasons. And it's really to serve, you know, their clientele and the trends 
or and, and following the trends, because um, obviously um, we have a different level of new normal <laughs> at this point. Um, and who knows? We don't know if this is like the new normal. I'm sure it's going to change um, quite frequently still. That's still happening. But anyway, <laughs> I just feel like I'm just kind of like rambling about about that right now. No, I mean, there's just so much change. And I think that you're really seeing brands that and, and you know, companies that can handle that and mm-hmm. companies that can't handle it. Um, and yeah. I think it's actually a really good time to be an entrepreneur because there are so many new needs created and other like needs that existed that don't exist anymore. So yeah. both if you're, you know, a, an entrepreneur in the B2B space or in the B2C space, it's like there are just totally new like, you know, just opportunities out there that that weren't there previously and there are yeah. a lot of people who are like, you know, the number one dominant companies in a space that are now like hey, we lost a lot of ground because of just the changes. Mm. So I think it's it, it's a good time to be an entrepreneur when there is uncertainty. It also, I mean, it can definitely be a little stressful. I'm not going oh, yeah. to okay. understate that. But I think that like, you know, it's, it, it's, definitely, it's definitely a good time to be starting a company. Yeah. So may I should ask you from an entrepreneurial standpoint, you know, the fact that you have been in business since 2014 and your uh, company continues to thrive. Uh, what's your secret? Like, what do you do to stay sustainable and relevant and awesome? <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think a big thing for me is just like, I'm always learning mm. um, and not always like, I mean, I really keep on top of the influencer space and what's happening in social media, but mm. I think in tech in general, and also just like always trying to learn new things in different fields too. Cause I think that finding the relationships between things that are not obvious yeah, I don't even in the company I did, um, but are really actually something that can like provide inspiration and provide a new way of thinking about a yeah. problem. Like I've really gotten into new podcasts about like sports perform sports performance and oh. like how to coach teams on like an athletic field versus. A, and then I'm thinking about like teams in terms of like my company's organization. Um, yeah. But like that is just a totally new way of thinking. Or like, hey, how does a how does a restaurant work? Or mm-hmm. you know, how does a casino work? Just think but okay how do different organizations work and and I think bringing that level of like curiosity and just always trying to learn more has been just like hugely motivational too you know it kind of helps you be like oh today might be tough but like I got some really cool things I want to think about and test out so that's (laughs) that's what I like to do (laughs) no that's awesome and I have to ask where did the name obviously come from so actually before I started the company I had I was at Guild Group um, mm-hmm. which was uh, a, an online retailer. And I had a great boss who was writing up our launch plan um, for, we were launching a new product and he was going through, okay, um, sales is doing this, biz dev is doing this, events is doing this, PR is doing this and social. Uh, obviously May is doing like whatever, whatever it is she does. <laughs> and I was like, obviously, like obviously social, like you know, a company should obviously be social. A company, like there are certain things that you need to do and you need people to know about your brand and you want people to talk about your brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, that's great. And then now it's kind of like inception because whenever people talk to me, they say obviously. And they're like, yes. There you go. Yes. You're like, <laughs> I have ingrained it in your Yeah. It's in your brain now. You can't escape. Yeah. You think obviously, you think may. <laughs> <laughs> Love Influencer it. marketing, definitely. Yes, uh, you practice what you preach. <laughs> totally. <laughs> May, I've really enjoyed our conversation today. I just want to make sure that you had shared everything you want to share on the show. So with that said, any final thoughts or anything else you want uh, for our listeners, small business owners and entrepreneurs to know about your company or maybe just any parting advice for you know being an entrepreneur? Yeah, definitely. I think especially right now, just given we're in such a real moment of change, it's something yeah. that I've kind of 
thought about with obviously as a company um, being in the social media world where influencer marketing, the only constant is that it's changing. Mm. And I think like my whole company has really embraced that, you know, yeah. so we could come into work and there could be a totally new platform or a platform could have totally changed their algorithm or, you know, a giant political movement could have launched on like, you know, some corner of the internet overnight. So I think like really embracing that and embracing that change and trying to find the opportunities within drastic change, it's really a really valuable mindset for any entrepreneur right now. Um, mm. So that, I think that's, that, that's my big parting thing. Yeah, it's a great way to wrap up the conversation. I mean, there was already so much knowledge that you dropped, but I think it's a great way to wrap up there. May, it's been such a pleasure having you today. Thank you so much for joining us on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. Oh, thanks so much, Jen. Really liked it. Yes. Oh, good. I'm glad you liked it. So I always like hearing that feedback. Yeah, no, um, it's great. And so to, to our listeners, once again, this is May Karwowski. You can learn more about her. She's the CEO and founder of Obviously at her website, obvious.ly. And with that said, thank you all so much for joining us and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.